Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today, I want to talk about accountability. One of the biggest reasons that people come to see me is accountability. They know that they can get the results if they're doing certain things. And look, a lot of people don't have the knowledge or the best way, the most efficient way to optimise the results that they're getting. But most people know that certainly in the health and uh, wellness space, if they just do more of the, the logical things more frequently, then they're going to get better outcomes than where they are right now whether that be to do with their food, whether it be to just moving more, whether it be to drinking more water, drinking less alcohol and taking less substances, uh, whatever, those those things that everybody knows logically. Oh, if I did less of that and more of this, then I'm going to get better outcomes. And yet most people don't do it. They want the results, but they're not prepared to do the work. Or they need somebody to hold them accountable to get the results, to do the things over and over and over. And this is why coaches around the globe are making so much money because people are becoming lazier. They are needing more and more hand-holding and guidance to get the same outcomes that they would have gotten maybe two decades ago. But maybe life has gotten so busy for people and... Uh, one thing leads to another and before you know it we've got such busy lifestyles that things just get pushed to one side and priorities get altered and people become more tired and they become less able to achieve the things that they thought they wanted to achieve and so kind of stay on this treadmill of life just going the one place um going well not achieving anything not moving forward just um staying in the the one place over and over again, but wanting a different result. So there's a couple of things that I do to hold myself accountable, and I wanted to share those with you today so that you can perhaps have a look at what it is that you're doing to say, well, what can you do to hold yourself to a higher standard? And I've mentioned this in the past seven to 10 days about different things that I've observed through social media, how we seem to be just lowering the standards that we're setting for ourselves, And before you know it, society breaks down. I mean, if you, if you go back to the 1900s, for instance, or even 1800s, and you look at what we used to wear, and uh, for instance, men would wear hats, ladies would wear hats in certain occasions as well. And uh, you wouldn't go out unless you had a hat on. And then when you greeted somebody, there was certain etiquette as to what you would do, when the, whether you would lift a hat, whether you would tip the hat, um, and so forth. Uh, you know, the, the language that we used to use was so much different than it is today. There's so much more swearing now just in the day-to-day, everyday kind of language that we have. And then with social media, you've got standards there lowering all the time. Um, I could open up my Instagram feed right now and it's filled with people that are just putting themselves out there, not wearing many clothes, with some sort of statement associated with the photo, just trying to get more followers. It's like, well, what's happened? And then you'll have the other extreme where there's people on there like swearing their head off and having some sort of message, it's F this, F that, and they're trying to have an impact 
in their way, but can we not achieve a similar outcome without all the swearing, without the, you know, the poor standards? I see it on the roads when I'm driving, the amount of road rage that is now prevalent, which wasn't as bad pre-COVID. People are becoming more impatient. Have a look at the job market right now. Uh, around the globe, everybody's trying to find staff. It's difficult to find staff. Governments around the world have printed trillions of dollars of cash because of COVID to stimulate economies and so forth. And that has resulted in people staying at home, doing nothing and being paid more than when they used to work. So now it's creating an issue now that they have to go back to work. They don't want to go back to work. I'm generalising. Uh, but there's evidence of this happening because there's so much staff shortage. And then we've got pressure on inflation. In my country here, we've got those two macroeconomic, I guess, tools that the government has to play with to try and keep the economy in the right place. You've got interest rates, you've got inflation. There's a lot of fake money around, so it's being spent. The more you spend, everything goes up. So therefore they try and combat that by increasing interest rates to a point where uh, people are, are going to stop spending and put more into uh, their debt. And then when uh, that gets too high and inflation is almost at zero, they drop interest rates because they want to increase the amount of spending, uh, which then goes on to help with unemployment, etc., etc. So you've got these, it's a constant balancing um, a balancing act. But in all of this, we've got us. What it is that we're wanting to achieve in our life, career-wise, business-wise, um, health-wise, all the different goals that we set for ourselves. And yet often we start off with some, some good ideas as to, yes, I'm going to do this this year. Like 1st of January, most people set a goal of weight loss or some sort of improved uh, body transformation process for their life because that's what most people do on the 1st of January. It's one of the, the most used New Year's resolutions. And it's something like only 8% of people that make the resolutions actually follow through. Why? Because there's no accountability. You don't hold yourself accountable enough. So there's a few things that I do. Firstly, if there's an area in my life that I want to dramatically improve, first thing I do is look at getting a coach and saying, who's the best coach in the world in that space that I can use? And that's what I do. I track them down, I work with them. And then I make sure that, that coach is going to hold me accountable. Because you can get a great coach if they're not going to hold you accountable, then what's the point? Because it's easy for you to talk your way out of why you're not achieving the results that you should be achieving or the results that you want. It's easy to say, well, it's COVID. Well, it's staff issues. Well, it's family issues. Well, it's relationship issues. Oh, it's too cold to go out and do that. It's too far away. Uh, you know, whatever. There's a million excuses that you can make up. So I've got a, a business coach that holds me accountable three times or two to three times a week. And that means that I've got to stay up late. It means, like on this last, today's Monday. Um, Friday was a good example. Coaching starts at 10 o'clock, goes through to about 11.30 uh, p.m. 
on a Friday night. Could I think of other things that I could be doing that are perhaps more relaxing or even I'm sleeping at that time? Yes, there is, but I know how important it is because if I show up, my coach is aware that I'm putting in the effort and I always take away things from the session. So I need to be there. Saturday, there was another session, started at 11.30 and I didn't get to bed till quarter past two on Sunday morning. I'd had a very big day and a big night the night before with coaching. Would it have been easier for me to go to bed and not do it? Absolutely. But again, same things. I know what it takes to progress myself forward. So I've got to keep putting in the work, keep doing the work so that I can continue to get the results that I'm searching for. So the coaching is the first thing. The next thing I do is make sure that um, I'm scheduling everything. Because if I don't schedule the things that need to be done, I just use Google Calendar, then they don't get done. And in preparing for what it is that I need to schedule, obviously I have my client appointments, but then if I'm going to progress me, progress uh, the business and other aspects of my life forward, then I need to schedule other things into that, that schedule as well. And so I determine those by having a look at what are the key outcomes that I want to achieve for myself over this next one, two, three days. Once I've determined those, I then place those in my calendar and scheduling them, make sure that I take this approach. If I've set my outcomes for the week, they're not just going to happen by virtue of me saying, oh yeah, these are the things I want to achieve. I've got to make sure that I do the next step and take purposeful action. And then to keep me accountable, I put it in my calendar. And then what I do is make sure that I stick stringently to my calendar because I might set a task for, I don't know, let's just say that I've got a bit more time and I can work on more of a project. And I might allocate an hour to it. If it gets to an hour and 15 minutes and I haven't checked in to make sure that, oh gosh, look, I've gone over my hour, then that takes away from the next thing. So I book things back to back to back to back. And if there's breaks in there, then I book the breaks in there as well. But it's all got to be scheduled. And then you've got to have or keep yourself accountable to sticking to the schedule. Otherwise, you just find that, okay, well, those other three things that I plan to do today have now blown out because I haven't stuck to the schedule uh, correctly. And then at the end of a week, what I do is I review what went really well this week. What, well, I do it at the end of each day, in fact, and I say, okay, what worked well today? What didn't go so well? And I reverse engineer it, the result and say, well, this is the result that I got, but what was I expecting? Why is it different? Where is the expectation at the start, the outcome versus the end? And see, how can I make improvements there? I do that with my, well, uh, with my food, with my exercise as well, uh, how I'm feeling, the energy, the productivity that I've had for a day and I say, well, what happened today? Why was I not as productive today as I was yesterday? Something must have happened. And there's always a reason. There's always a reason that it happens. And so on the weekend, one of my uh, late night coaching sessions, uh, my coach is coming up with an accountability app, uh, which I will get access to tomorrow, I believe. And uh, I'm going to start using that to help keep me more accountable. I've used many different tools over time uh, the sound of what he was talking about sounds, uh, you know, really cool. And it's just one more tool that I'm going to use to see how I can hold myself more accountable. 
So there's a couple of keys here. One, get a coach. Get a coach that's gonna hold you accountable. Make sure that you're setting key objectives that you want to achieve for the day, key outcomes that you want to achieve. Schedule them, making sure that you are um, blocking out time in your day. I tend to do, I do use 15 minute increments as well, but most of my schedule is based in 30 minute to an hour blocks. Uh, but the whole day is scheduled out when I am more efficient. So if there's a day where I haven't blocked out the whole day, I find that I'm not as efficient. I don't get as much done. And yes, it's challenging with the, uh, having the kids and school, ho- school holidays right now and trying to manage everything as well as getting the growth that you want for your business and those things. But really, just block out some time where you're going to spend it with family time, partners, etc., etc. Time for you to exercise, time to sleep, time to eat, all that kind of stuff so that you are running to a schedule. You're consistently and constantly conditioning yourself for success to be more efficient, to be more productive so that you can get better outcomes. And then at the end of a day, once you've done that, reflect back through your calendar, do a quick summary in your head as to what worked well, what didn't work well, how can you do better and learn from where it didn't go right. And if it means writing some things down so that you say, okay, well, this is what went right today, this is what went wrong, then just store it somewhere so that you can consistently see how well you're improving. You're consistently getting better and more efficient. And then what I do at the end of a week is I look at uh, on the whole, so how did all of those days string together? What could I have done better over this whole week? And then I take that into account when on a Sunday I'm setting myself up for success for the week ahead to plan out what are the big picture? If I get to the end of next week, what are those big things that if I complete those this week, I'll be like, yeah, I feel like I've really made progress in my life, in my business in my personal growth journey, my wealth journey, my health journey, whatever it is, I've made progress. What are those maybe one, two, three? I like to work in threes because I think it's just human nature. One, two, three, ABC, uh, gold, silver, bronze. You know, there's, we don't go one, two, three, four, five. So focus on three. Three big things that you can achieve or progress this week that by the end of the week, you're like, yeah, if I finish those things or achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in those areas, yes, I can be here at the end of the week and say, yes, that's a really awesome result. I'm really proud of what it is that I've done and then keep building on that. So then I look at those three things and say, now it's time to block out in my schedule where I'm going to do those things. Make sure you're doing that. And then depending on the arrangements you have with your coach, making sure that you have uh, you know, done the work that you need to do with your coach, whether it's reporting back, whether it's, um, a, I don't know, whatever. It depends on your, the coaching arrangement. When I'm coaching people, I always give them homework to do. We have a discussion, a bit of an analysis of what's going on for them, but then I also set them some homework, some goals, if you like, until I see them next time. Um, So for me, I find where the coaching works best is about every 10 days, I'm connecting with um, uh, somebody that I'm coaching that I'm not seeing in person. I might be coaching them 
uh, via Zoom anywhere in the world, it's every 10 days because you're constantly in their mind. It's not like two weeks to three or four weeks and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot to do that. It's like there's constantly achievable homework that they can achieve between now and then. So your coach is hopefully like that too, holding you to account, keeping you uh, busy with things that you need to do. And then I always ask uh, when I'm having a coaching session that at least 24 hours before the session, they provide me with a copy of the homework that's been requested so that I know that they're focused, I can have an opportunity to read through what it is that's been going on for them, have they done the work satisfactorily, and then, all right, how do we progress in the coaching call with that session? Um, so that's, uh, that's really important as well. So bottom line here is you've got to be consistent. You've got to stay focused on the big prize, what it is that you want to be getting better at. But accountability without holding yourself accountable and having other people around you to hold you accountable, without being in networks that are matching your energy or more energy than you, people with more success than you, that makes you, the the inner hunger part of you want to strive for better outcomes. You've got to set up this whole ecosystem so that you've got various different things holding you accountable. Uh, Most of the work that I do on my own health and fitness, for instance, is just me. I do have a strength and conditioning coach. That contract with him has actually just ended. I'm not renewing it because I feel like I have everything that I need right now to be able to achieve the results. He's given me the knowledge. Um, He wasn't particularly strong in holding me to account, to be honest, if I'm completely honest uh, there. So I could justify why I'm not achieving certain results, but I don't do that. Um, But when it comes to your own health and wellness, it depends on how well you are at turning up to the gym how well you are at eating your meals and not writing it down and being consistent. I mean, what I personally find is I track everything. I track it all. You've got to know your numbers. So I track my food. I track my workouts. I track how I'm feeling, my moods, my sleep, the supplementation that I'm taking, all of those things so that I can look back at any point in time and say, well, what was happening this time last year? How was I feeling? What was I eating? I have the photos as well. I do the before and after photos. Uh, so every week I would, uh, I'm not doing this at the moment, but I, when I'm in the peak of my training, heading towards my photo shoot at the end of the year, I will tan up uh, once a week, normally on a Sunday, because I've got a little bit more time. I take the, I do the posing, I do the, the front, the side, the rear photos, And then I've got those to compare to. So at any point in time, I can look back and say, okay, this is what I was eating. This is what I was training. This is what I was lifting. This was the workout I was doing. This was the outcome I was getting via photos. And then if I want to add that extra layer, I go and have DEXA scans every 12 weeks. And that tells me exactly um, breaking down my body composition, looking at um, uh, my muscle mass, which is an important one, what my body fat is as well. And uh, all of those things together provide a really powerful uh, formula for success. And then what I do with all that data, I'm providing it through to my, um, my strength and conditioning coach, this is what I was doing. And he will then uh, provide some feedback. We jump on a call. I would talk about this is what I'm finding. Maybe I'm feeling bloated here. I'm 
you know, aiming to do this here, I'm getting some niggles in the shoulder, experimenting with different workouts, etc., etc., um, different uh, exercises so that I can get the, be the best outcomes. All that only comes about by holding yourself accountable and then making sure that you've got the coach as well to, um, you know, keep you on task if that's what you need. Otherwise, you find those people around you that know what they're talking about that uh, can support you in your journey. Bottom line, you really do have to be self-motivated. There's not a person on the planet that unless they're living with you and saying, okay, you do this now, do that now, do this now, and that's it's not really practical. So you've got to be self-driven. You've got to learn how to make yourself more accountable. And there are a heap of tools to be able to do that. Some of those I just mentioned, one I'm, new one I'm about to experiment with. And you just got to be consistent. Keep on going at it. But accountability is key for your success. So if you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation right there. I'd love to connect with you and help keep you accountable. And so you can make 2022 your best year yet. See you tomorrow.